You're listening to DraftKings Network. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copper 90. You might not know who I am, but I've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, do That'll something. Do. That'll perfect. do. That'll do. Put the air horn in there. Why not? There you go. Yeah, oh, run, what? As if no one can see you in the background. Uh, <laughs> sure. It looks like, at first, it looked like a, a, a curtain was just was running by. It does look like a curtain. Donna's merch is the. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is the podcast. Perfect time to show uh, the Donna's merch. T H E D O N A S. Uh, this is the new bucket hat. I look like a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're literally we're literally doing a show. All right. Cursing on the show. <laughs> we don't swear on this program. Yeah, we've never sworn in our lives. <laughs> Alexis, is this the woman you married? What? <laughs> I thought so. Upon further evidence, hello. This super hard. Right? <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to the. Prem Show. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show, football mm-hmm. show, calcio show, whatever you want to call it. Balompié show. Right here on Twitch every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we weren't. Right. It's the funniest of all those, but it's also the gulliest. Correct. So make sure you put them in both categories. And, and we weren't on last week. And so we, no. we probably should explain ourselves because mm-hmm. I, I, I just uh, live streamed. I was playing some FIFA during that time slot, but we didn't tape a prem show because uh, Alexis was uh, incapacitated. He was I was out. <laughs> I got my booster shot. And let me tell you something. They, it drained my battery to right. a level. I couldn't I couldn't do anything for three straight days. The episode we shot with Mid, with uh, Midge Purse. I full blown fever. I was freezing, but I'm sweating profusely at the same time. I was in no pain whatsoever. No pain whatsoever. Mm. But to touch my skin, you would think I was extremely hot inside my body. I couldn't get warm if I tried. Right. And I was just so tired. So tired. I don't even know how. I don't remember most of the questions I asked. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. So just straight I up, not fever dream uh, while you're working. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, so so that is the explanation. But I do want everyone to know. Please go get it if you have an opportunity to get a booster shot. Please go get it. The, get, the get, numbers are already looking good. But just give yourself about a four to five day window of like you might be feeling like garbage. Uh, if you got Pfizer, give yourself get it on a Thursday and you'll be <laughs> high by Tuesday. You know, it's interesting because you know the the first two shots, I I felt the first one more. I was like a little bit fatigued, but it really wasn't that serious. And the second one barely felt anything. Now, see, for me, it was first one barely felt anything. A little tired, a little bit. Nothing crazy. Really hungry. Mm. Second one knocked me out for like a day, day and So that was the shot, though? The hunger? What did that just, <laughs> no, <that's> just... <laughs> it's a hunger. Like, I normally, are, I'm not starving, you know? I'm like, <laughs> I could eat. I'm going to eat, you know, is usually what I say. But this was like, 
I bought Chinese food for myself and my wife. And when she got home, there was nothing but soy sauce. I ate everything. <laughs> everything. Okay. Enjoy it. Just throw a couple packets. Enjoy, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you put that on a rice cake. So. <laughs> so, also, uh, spoiler alert, I ate all your rice. <laughs> so the uh, so that's why we weren't on last week. So apologies if, uh, if you know anybody missed us uh, for, for that week. But I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast with, with Mitch Purse. Uh, uh, that was a really, really fun show. And you can look forward to... Uh, on football, on football sports <laughs> now. So Andrew, said, <laughs> when do you think you will recover, Alexis? Credit for taping this sleep this week while still looking like you're suffering. <laughs> 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 so, uh, uh, Steve uh, and uh, Paul, Paolo uh, in Minnesota just said yeah, that you were sucking on the ketchup bottle. <laughs> That's how I fell asleep. I fell asleep like a drunk, but instead of a whiskey, like a fifth of whiskey, it's just, <laughs> just a b- barbecue sauce. It's just a, a Sir Kensington spicy ketchup. It's all over me. It's I the, didn't drink. It's the fancy kind. Why are you judging me? <laughs> he has a top hat. <laughs> I did it with the pinky out. Is that not enough for you? <laughs> so, um, uh, I don't even. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, so that's why we weren't on last week. So apologies. Uh, but yes, we have uh, we had Mitch Purse uh, on the show. Uh, you know, uh, on on Football Sports Network, and this week. We have Columbus Crew uh, forward Miguel Berry uh, on the show. Uh, so make sure we, we uh, just uh, taped uh, an interview with him earlier today. It was really, really fun. Uh, so uh, look out for that Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Football Sports Network. Uh, and go, yeah, check that out. That's going to be a phone. And then the podcast will be available on Friday. All right. Where to begin today? Uh, you know what? First off, let's start with what I'm wearing because... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. We're doing a drip check. All right. Because Everton Football Club, somebody. um, Let's start with the fact that Everton Football Club made a U.S. themed shirt. How beautiful. This is is cool. You don't see this from uh, from Premier League Cubs very often. Uh, David from Tampa uh, just said bought the Everton USA shirt and was appalled. It wouldn't get here until uh, after November 1st and then realize how close <laughs> November is already. It was just yesterday Brentford laid out Arsenal. So <laughs> the, the, um, uh, yeah. So not only I, yeah, I'm wearing this, uh, the, this Everton USA kit, uh, it's a training top. Uh, but this is also from Everton, Everton football yeah, club. They made the shirt. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know that? I'm saying it was gifted to me. From Everton Football Club. They actually reached out to me and said, hey, we want to send you a shirt. So, Everton... So if you're keeping track, a <laughs> Premier League club knows who we are. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. To celebrate. I'm really... We need another bottle of champagne. <laughs> because not only do they know who we are, they know one of us is a fan of theirs. Right. And now bring in the next bottle of champagne <laughs> because they took it a step further. I say... get this merch for free. Bring us... The fanciest ketchup you have. Because- <laughs> you know what? Get the Sir Kensington mayo. Because you know what? We are partying. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's And let's even do like the way Colombians do, where they mix the ketchup and the mayo together. The, uh, the mayo chup. The mayo chup. Okay. Because this is exciting. So thank you so much. Everton Football Club for, uh, I mean, sending me this, but really just acknowledging my existence. That is more than I would ever expect. Uh, 
this is uh, just super, super kind. And the fact that, uh, again, that this show, uh, uh, our podcast, our TV show, that it's it gotten to the point where people uh, at, at clubs like just are, are supportive, like what we're doing, and are kind enough to say, uh, to say hey, we want to send you something. Unbelievable. Uh, Absolutely insane. So thank you so much. Uh, and everywhere we go. Look, I know Everton had a rough, had a rough go this weekend. Okay. This uh, and I'm. I, I don't know, man. I was hanging out in the room. Where people <laughs> seem to be enjoying it. Because you know the the best thing that happened this week. Hello, Minnesota said, but do they want it back? <laughs> <laughs> the best you got it on lease. <laughs> yeah. Right. The best thing that happened this weekend was what Liverpool did to Manchester United to really just take away the focus and interest uh, about what happened, uh, uh, you know, in that, that uh, Everton uh, Watford match. So, uh, but again, go pick one up. Thank you so much for the love Everton shots to them. It's a dope, dope kit. It has, you know, it feels like the, the, the 94 world cup kit a little bit. So uh, yeah, you love to see it. I believe, I think it's Everton is the first uh, Premier League club to make like a, a kit, in honor of their American fans, I, I'm almost sure it's the first. Yeah, I can't think of any other ones. But also it just goes to show how, how much of a connection they have to the American fan base, right? They had Tim Howard, Landon Donovan. Uh, and obviously when, when they were out here for a Florida Cup, you saw what the fan base was like. They yeah. were out here. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. So, uh, so thank you again. Okay, so let's obviously start. Uh, you know, referring to uh, the title. I didn't even see the, what's, what's the title of this stream? Uh, I said, uh, next manager after Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Okay, Manchester United. What are we doing? What, how are we fixing this, Alexis? Because they're not, <laughs> let, no. they're not letting him go. Ali's there forever. He is, uh, I don't know what he has. What what kind of incriminating documents he has on the Glazers? <laughs> you know, but they are not. They are like he knows how they got the nickname the Glazers. <laughs> they it's not a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, look I, 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 everybody saw it. Manchester United uh, uh, against Liverpool at Old Trafford, losing five nil. I mean, four goals in the first half. A red card to Paul Pogba in the second half. Just which I low key think was on purpose. Oh, bro, he's <laughs> like, yo, I gotta, I got I got somewhere to be. I, yo, I, I, I asked for a sick day and they didn't give it to me, so I'm doing what no, I gotta he, do to go. <laughs> I think he was like, oh, is is this the final nail in the coffin <laughs> I have right here? <laughs> wow, mm. I just gotta take a bullet and I get a day off <laughs> for. Taking this guy well, out, three, and oh, the manager three, leaves three days off. Really, you're, you're missing yeah. a couple games after this. So, and, and to, let just, me just read this because this is from Fabrizio Romano, who again, you know, that's the Bible. Yeah, if Fabrizio Romano says it, we report it. <laughs> um, he said, uh, so, uh, "Social con- uh, confirmed by Manchester United. The final decision from main part of Manchester United board is now confirmed and approved." My understanding, and this is uh, Fabrizio Romano. So Fabrizio Romano's understanding is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will definitely be in charge for the Tottenham match on Saturday. Expectations are confirmed. Sir Alex Ferguson supported him. He was uh, today at Carrington, where also Ole uh, completed the training session and spoke with players. Next games with Spurs, potentially also Atalanta slash Man City, will be crucial to decide Solskjaer's future before or during the international break. Antonio Conte would accept the Manchester United job, but he'll be respectful with Solskjaer 
and he never had any direct official contact with Manchester United yet. Mm. So from that, it seems like he still has support of the front office. So when you ask yourself who still gives this guy support, just know it's the front office. and That's it. <laughs> End of the line. Yeah, Robert from LA. I have seen I've seen this before. Manchester United versus Spurs, also known also known as El Sakiko. Okay. No, they might both get both get sacked at the end of the match, bro. <laughs> um the uh it, it's it's a fascinating um kind of situation, right? I've been um, you know, especially watching Flex on uh with, with you on Complex and getting to know Flex and seeing all the stuff he does on United View. Um, I've been. Did you see the video of him that went viral? Yeah, the little girl. The, little girl? the even the little girl was just like, get get Ollie out of here or whatever. Yeah, no, she, yeah, no. <laughs> she was like, you know, she's like, we've got we've got uh, Bruno Fernandez in this position, and I think yeah. we can move him over. I was like. Who yeah, is this right. Girl? Yeah, it's just like, but and 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 it's interesting. She he was speaking to a ten year old girl, and, and and it all it just, she and this is why from a child's perspective, it's all so simple, right? It, I think as adults, we make it all more complicated. She's she was like, like <laughs> I don't know what y'all freaking out. <laughs> She's simply like, well, we have these great players. What is going on? Like, it's just like it's perfectly rational that it's not. The issue is not the the individual uh the players it's not the talent because the players themselves are clearly capable they are they they're world class they are superstars and I saw Flex make this point um about about Fred Fred always gets you know a, a lot of criticism a lot of uh, uh ridicule and and it's like but then when he goes to play for Brazil he no one could take his spot Right. He is the he is the starting defensive midfielder for the Brazilian national team that has not lost one game in World Cup qualifying. Uh, well, they they drew one game. They, are, they drew a game. They drew one game. They they are absolutely stomping through the Argentinas, the Colombias, oh. the the Perus, Paraguay, everybody. They cannot. They look amazing, and yes, Fred is also playing with these other world class superstars, but he's still. At the at the one of the best players in his position, but when he puts on the Manchester United shirt, it it is it is it's disarray. They forget how to whose fault is it? The 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 biggest complaints and people were talking about were Fred and McTominay in that game. I mean, and, and people have been talking about that as they call the McFred for a long time, right? For a long time. Trevor Utley just said capable is different than than willing in, in regards to the player. So then, if it's but about you know, hold on, but to to back up to what you said, and I think this is the the important part: players that have played for Manchester United, players like you know Gary Neville, uh, players like uh, Paul Scholes, all these players that. You know, everybody holds to high, high, you know, regard. They've all said, I, I watch and I can't tell you how this team plays. And I think that's the issue. And I think the little girl said it as well. You know, I wish I knew her name, but, um, you know, you have great players. But again, if you're not putting them in the right position, if you haven't given them the tools to play well, they're not going to. And that's very clearly what you see. And you could clearly see that it's now mutiny in the locker room. Like, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, there's a video of him sort of trying to direct players what to do with his hands while on the sideline. And you have Cristiano Ronaldo behind him kind of like mimicking him, you know, and mocking him. Okay. You know, I mean, there's clearly there are people you can tell people aren't comfortable with the position that, um, 
you know, Cristiano Ronaldo can only play or wants to play. Uh, what's his name? Um, Peter Crouch said, come on, Cristiano, just standing around and waiting for someone to pass you the ball isn't cool anymore. You know, because like he really doesn't have the legs to run around anymore. At least he's saving them for the aerial duels. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that's going on here. But I think if you start to write down what you think all the issues are with, you know, Manchester United and you trace to where they go, they end up at the foot of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Thank you, Jamie Lawton, for hitting us with the... Uh, also, with sh- the, uh, shouts to Gas, Gashead Gaming. Thank you for first-time chat. Uh, says, uh, re- referring to the game, it was the fans applauding Pogba as he went down the tunnel for perhaps trying to get Ali sacked. So it seems like the... It doesn't seem like the... People are really... Ain't nobody got Ole's back right now. Right, nobody's mad at the players. And and no. you would think in, in most scenarios, uh, they would be because they're the ones they, who... You know, it wasn't Ali's... It, it, Ali wasn't on the pitch when they gave him five goals, right? It, it's it's his uh, ultimately it's his responsibility. But it seems like the the when you look at a team like Liverpool and we one of the best teams in the world, we we know that. And but when you look at um, if you look at on paper the the level of talent, I would argue that if I was building my uh, you know an ultimate team, let's say or whatever. I would pick more Manchester United players than I would pick Liverpool players. Oh well, I, I, I mean it might be. Cl- I mean it, it, might be it would close, be close, but, you, but yeah, I would probably United players. I would get uh, probably be two or three more United players than than Liverpool players. So thank you. I just want to read this because this is incredible. Jamie Lawton, nineteen ninety nine, said, "I can't wait for Saturday. I'm going to Leicester versus Arsenal game on Saturday." Three course meal VIP lounge. Okay, wow. All right, now we're wow. talking. All right, the level, that the is... level of luxury and flex <laughs> in our chat is just incredible. Uh, he said, "I can't wait leaving my house at nine a.m. That match don't start until that evening." But my guy's like, "When is the first tour?" <laughs> All right, amazing. And he said, "My dad surprised me with a Leicester City season ticket for working hard." Amazing! Absolutely incredible. Look at that! Absolutely incredible. Also, the flex of having a dad who is kind wow. and and rewards you for. <laughs> I've been working hard, and you know what my dad's not done? Even reach. Out. Man, and I know he watches Telemundo. <laughs> the exorbitant wealth that we have in the chat is incredible. Wow! How many varieties of Sir Kensington's are included? It's like crimson pizza. Uh, very uh, good. As bad as he said, I'm 21. I'm a senior sous chef. I like this Jamie Lawton kid a lot. Jamie, okay. he's a chef. Love Goes it. To go gets the luxury VIP passes. Love to see it. Uh, uh, Bay Raguna said, "As bad as men you were, Mo Salah is untouchable." Mo- That's true. But five nil. Yeah. You got to touch him a little uh, bit. You got to touch him. <laughs> After the third one, you got to be like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm touching you, fam. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Dominic, Fred, get over here. <laughs> By the way, Everton, how do you feel your season is going so far? Um, are, you, are you in panic mode? Uh, I'm... I'm a, a a bit more concerned because Abdullah Dukure, another injury. Uh, no, I got, mean, just short answer. Yes sh- or no? Panic mode? 
Um, You're doing all right. No, no, not panic mode. This is, you know. I think Arsenal's doing incredibly well. Can I tell you what the two of us have in common with Manchester United? Because we're sitting on 14 points, (laughs) and they are in full meltdown. Full (laughs) meltdown. Everyone's losing their mind, uh, and we're just like, we're just happy to be here, okay? We're in 10th place, and we're like, told you so. (laughs) Uh, uh, Look, uh, Arsenal lost their first three matches. Everton won their first four matches. Um, Uh Uh-huh. A, you know, a, a great start similar to the to the prior season. Some new players losing Hamas uh, uh, and still kind of f- having the, ha- having a little bit of um, you know positivity. And it, yeah, but it, you got you got Rafa Benitez, right Rafa from LA. What did Christian think of Josh King's celebration? All right, so we have yeah, we have to talk about this. Did you see this game? Did you see the? the I celebration? did, but I, didn't, I don't think I remember that it was celebration. For, for he so Josh King scored a hat trick <laughs> against right. Everton. First goal. You know, three of the five. Three of the five. <laughs> he um, first goal. Obviously, Josh King was an Everton player last season. Didn't work out. Right. He didn't get many minutes, and the whole thing. It was a. Uh, it didn't work out for him. Um, first goal. He's uh, respectful. He's like, okay, my former club. You don't celebrate. Right? You, don't you don't celebrate. But the whole thing. Then uh, second goal. A little happier. Happy. Ryan? I'm like, okay, not not what not to the point where I, I think Everton supporters would be offended, but a little bit big of a celebration. Third goal. My man all out. my man took off his shirt in front of all the toffees. He's like, bro, this is what you missed out on. He uh, ripped up last year's contract. <laughs> How did he have it? You know? <laughs> my man, he let go of any kind of uh humility or kind of uh respect for the whole the un, you know, the unwritten rule of not uh, over celebrating against you a gotta four. celebrate a hat trick though a hat trick is a big deal a hat trick against your former club i don't know i don't know who wouldn't celebrate that to be honest it's, right uh so I, I wasn't i was i wasn't mad at the celebration more than i was at uh you know we're up two to one richardson scores an incredible goal just hold on just what it do five at the back five four one Five five, <laughs> do whatever you got to do. Has Rafa never heard of a bus? Bargaining. <laughs> um, I I think it. You know the 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 third goal. Actually, the second goal that that tied the game, which was on, on off of a set piece. I think it demoralized the team. I, I they they the prior week losing to West Ham again on a, on a set piece, a goal from I think it was Agbana. Uh, just it was like a reminder of the of the last week and just like poor marking and it wasn't whatever it was just a uh, uh, just another goal given up on a set piece. Once that second goal went in, deflated everybody and then mistakes, 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 and not now nobody's like paying attention to defending or who to mark or whatever. And it was just a bad, you know, it was a bad 10, 15 minutes uh, in Everton season that they I'm sure they would want to take back. I mean, you know, if you look at the standings, you kind of slid where Arsenal's kind of caught up. You feel me? Yeah. Also, there is uh, Leicester City with 14 points. Manchester United has 14 points. So, Jamie Lawton, we brought up Leicester City. Um, I did see Yuri Telemango. Telemango's goal. Absolutely incredible. Um, when you look at sort of the way the league is breaking down, the fact that Brighton is still up here is quite shocking. 
West Ham, I think a lot of people thought they would be better this season, and they've so far proven that they can stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, how about boys just sitting back, just watching all this stuff go down with Manchester United, and he's like, tough, huh? Oh, you know? Crazy. What's going on over wow. there? Wow. <laughs> Who would have known? Who would have thunk it? Huh? <laughs> um, well, but let's, let's talk about that to some degree. Is this Manchester, I mean, Manchester United, we know the history. We know Sir Alex Ferguson and everything he contributed to the club and brought so much glory, glory, glory. Man, United, the whole thing, uh, mm-hmm. we know about it. But this this situation, um, who want, can Manchester United ever be what they were? Is it was it really s- simply no. Sir Alex Ferguson that is that what is you know because you know we almost associate success with Manchester United, but it, I, I'm I guess I'm feeling now that it's really we the the success was really about Sir Alex Ferguson and not not anyone else. It, it, it's he happened to be the manager of Manchester United, and right. that's where the success was. But as soon as he left, it has been complete disarray so he was the general that kept all his soldiers in order and he and he had a long tenure and and he was successful but i don't think where we can recreate that i don't know if the leagues are so different now the world the the world of football itself the world of soccer itself is so different now you would never it wouldn't matter you know what i mean there's teams with more money now there's teams that, you know, uh, compete at a different level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's just no way. There's no way in hell you would be able to have a team. I don't even think Newcastle is going to have that easy of a time finding players that want to play there outside of they think like, well, I'm going to go. Get, I'm going to get paid the most to be there. You know what I mean? Whereas back in that era, you wanted to be on Manchester United because you were like it was the winning way. And, you know, it, even if. Uh, even if you didn't get paid and they did pay well, but even if you didn't get paid as much as you would have at another club, it wouldn't have mattered because you're like, but I'm a part of Manchester United, you know? Yeah. Uh, I like this. Jamie Lawton said, uh, no, United will never be what they were because they need a manager like Conte because he has uh, the thrive and intent and strictness for those United players to win. Ollie just comes across as a friend to them, not a manager. What do you think about that? Because you, I have seen a lot of, it, it, there's been a lot of like, this is interesting soap opera and kind of drama going on with Gary Neville. And a lot of people are talking about him because he's, he comes to Ollie's defense he all the time. That's his- no, he doesn't come to his defense. He won't say he should get sacked. Right. He like refuses to say those words. But I got to give uh, Gary Neville credit because he said, I've never called for a manager to get sacked. Right. So I'm so I'm not going to do it now, especially now when it's a friend of mine. Yeah. And, and people get mad at him because they're saying he is he's not being an objective pundit. But also, do we expect our pundits to be objective? What standard? Also, can we just can I just ask how fast would you throw me under the bus if you were Gary Neville in this situation? <laughs> like what? <laughs> you you would have been calling for my head day one. Get rid of this dude. I, I don't know why, a, why y'all even. He's a failure. Guy. I should have never worked with him. I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> Bro, there there wouldn't there wouldn't be a set. They'd be like, yo, I think Christian's too hard. On he ain't doing that bad. <laughs> no, I mean, look, even the the, the expectation. 
I guess this is what it, what it feels like. It feels like Manchester United fans, at least some of them, feel like if Gary Neville says what they're already feeling and voices their frustration about getting rid of the manager, that then the club will get rid of the manager because Gary Neville said it, which I think is a flawed perspective into to thinking that Gary Neville has this level of influence to decide he doesn't get to pick the manager and he's not going to get rid of any manager regardless if he thinks that he should be gone or not uh and look at what Gashead Gaming said Ole's been great though stabilized the club and is just what we needed now he's done the job he's threatening it he's threatening to ruin it with his tactical shortcomings which I think is something we've all kind of said like Yo, he did what he had to do. He righted the ship like Freddie Lundberg did that to some degree when he came in. Yeah. Frank Lampard did the same thing and kind of stuck around too long. And you saw that as soon as they got rid of him, they brought in a Tuchel and boom, they win Champions League. You right. know what I mean? The, you brought in someone who can, who understands how to cook with these ingredients better. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing with Ole. I just don't understand why United won't make that decision. The only thing I can think of is that they don't feel that they have a Tuchel. To replace them. Right, right. And they, they, there's a limited amount of people uh, to, that can handle such a job, not only the from a, from a tactical and managerial perspective, but also as like uh, handling the level of scrutiny uh, that, that uh, the Manchester United will have. It, it, it's not always appealing to everybody because they, they you know, they would, they would want better situations or either more control at the club or whatever. So yeah, I, you, you feel bad. At least I feel bad a little bit for, 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 Hold on, I just want to say, uh, guess at gaming also followed up with, or they have to pay a load of money to sack him and they don't want to, but that was blocked. Because of load <laughs> and sack. You can't. And I got to be honest, Twitch, you're right on this one. <laughs> We're allowing it, but no, you ain't wrong. It's a loaded <laughs> sentence, okay? There's a lot yeah, going on yeah, there. Yeah. Um, Jay Hicks uh, said there's this. Uh, that there- one could get sticky. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Perfect Tommy says Zidane ain't walking through that door, which I love. That's a, a nice uh, Amin uh, uh, Al Hassan reference. Uh, shout, out to, uh, shout out to him. Um, uh, well, hold on. Jay Hicks 6 said he's taking Manchester United to the highest point that he can as a manager. We need someone who can take the squad to the next level. Now, this is what the question I asked Flex at the beginning of the season. Um, they finished second last season. They went out and spent a ton of money yeah. and brought in legends back to the club. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go out and finish second again. Mikel Arteta has won more trophies at Arsenal as a manager than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has as manager of Manchester United. You can't just walk out and not win, but also you can't just win like Carabao Cup and be like, told you, we're doing all right. Look at all the money we spent. We got Carabao Cup. You need to win a minimum FA Cup, and you have to go really far in Champions League, and you have to, again, threaten in second. And people are still going to say you didn't do enough because you finished second again domestically. Your only option is to win the league. That is it. And it's very much up for grabs this season. I know Chelsea looks good, but there's no one that I would say has their thumb on it already. Right. Um, and let's see. Uh, I mean, the- Jamie Lawton also said, look at Con- look at Conte went to Inter Milan his first season one, won the league, then asked for more money to make the team better. They wouldn't give him the budget. So he left it shows he wants to win titles, leagues, cup silverware. If Brendan left Leicester, uh, if Brendan managers, obviously, is what he's talking about, <laughs> left, uh, left Leicester today. He's the first man Conte that I would want as manager. Actually, you should bring back Rainieri. This guy's Killing Everton. 
<laughs> um, but th- this has to be the big concern right here. Uh, if this right there, Manchester yeah. United has given up 15 goals in nine games for the love the the amount of money that they have spent just simply on defenders. I mean, let's Varane. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Maguire, but they're paying him a grip of money every week, right? Uh, Gary Maguire was 70 something million, the most expensive. Okay, we got Luke Shaw, we got Juan Bissaka. Y'all shouldn't be giving up 15 goals in nine games. That's 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 just obviously, I mean, you're you're at a relegation level, you know, goals allowed. I mean, that's, yeah, look at that. Only one worse. Wait, hold on. Go back. Burnley up. is at 18 at, at 15. Uh, so I'll say, uh, hold on. Go back up. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Even Everton is at 14. Even Everton. Right. Doing worse than Everton. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just trying to. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lawton said Maguire is awful. Lester made bank. Uh, uh, Akko Akko said Wenger's too busy ruining the World Cup and Gerard only wants Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Stop throwing shade at Arsene Wenger. I like this two World Cups in a four-year cycle. I like this. I, uh, I do not. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, I can't wait. All right, we talked about it on the TV show. Uh, Jay Hicks said Ronaldo was such a waste. Yeah, he came up and saved us in games, but if we had to spend the money to solidify our midfield, we'd be better off. Just seems like United paid the money so City wouldn't have him. So that's interesting. That's uh, exactly what it was. Right. The, the, the issue, look, McTominay and Fred, it just, it, it's not working, right? It, and, and it's not. No, no, no. Let's, let's talk about the Ronaldo thing because this is important. People keep saying Cavani's a better Forward. Cavani's a better center forward. Neither of them should be options for Manchester United. They're both in their late 30s. Right. You need a real striker. And how can you go into the season not having one? Or at least saying, yo, all right, we're going to put Greenwood in, let him just rock and see what we can do with a couple of weeks of Greenwood. It's ridiculous. But, but I'd argue uh, Manchester United has scored 16 goals. That's pretty good. I mean, it's not at the level, uh, you know, look at uh, Chelsea 23, Liverpool 27, Manchester City 20, uh, and West Ham 16. They're they're scoring goals. Greenwood has scored bangers already this season. Uh, Rashford has already scored uh, this season. I don't know. Has he scored in Premier League? Yeah, I think he scored in Champions League. Um, Rashford back you having a, 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 a up front the the options that they have up front Rashford Anthony Martial Mason Greenwood Cristiano Ronaldo those just four alone Jesse Lingard even those you got there is a a a, a breadth of of options and and if you need to score goals they that's clearly there and and uh, what, 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 whose comment that I just read, Jay Hicks? Um, that's the main issue. Every I saw in the in the summer, you know, if you if you guys don't follow um, uh, scams at Nigerian scams with three S's at the end. Uh, he he works for for CBS Sports. Uh, uh, you I'm, you I'm sure 100 one of the best follows on Twitter. He's a huge so funny huge Manchester United fan, and literally the entire. Summer transfer window, I, there might have been a tweet every day. Why hasn't Manchester United signed signed a midfielder, a defensive mid? Why haven't we signed defensive mid? Why have every day? So 
I'm seeing that, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Why haven't Manchester United signed him? This guy's really—he's getting louder. He's typing in caps. Somebody should be yeah. able to see this. And they didn't. Um, uh, I, I I saw these. Uh, I was watching the kickoff, um, and I had seen the comments about who scored in this Liverpool game, and and uh, and the it was Naby Keita. It was they, basically midfielders are scoring against. Manchester United, meaning mm-hmm. that the midfielders, no defensive midfielder. the midfielders for Manchester United are not defending those midfielders well enough to prevent them from getting in the box or, get, or getting, uh, allowing them to create chances. So, I, I, and whether that is a, a simple, maybe like tactically, um, Ali doesn't really focus on defending. I, I don't know what the, maybe those defensive, um, you know, because, uh, like, do you remember when they asked... Well, while you're talking about this, Gashead Gaming said, sell Matic, Fred, and McTominay, sign Declan Rice. Job done. Right. It's just that. <laughs> and why would Declan Rice leave? Why would he leave West Ham? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... He's doing better. And, and it's a fair question because it, it really just... The, the brand of Manchester United seems to be getting more and more... It's It has more and more blemishes. It just doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like the club of the '90s anymore. It doesn't feel they're expanding the seating. They're going to have even more seats. This <laughs> um, I think they're going to go to 60k, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think that was that. I think that was them. If I'm not mistaken, it was either them or Liverpool that released that we're going to go up to 60k. Ako Ako said, "No defending, just vibes." Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's good enough. <laughs> but the so the point I was going to make about remember um, there was a press conference with Pep Guardiola about. They asked him about like defending, and he was and he was like he like scoffed at the idea of like doing defensive training drills. Whether I don't know how serious or sarcastic he was being, but Manchester City, I could I could believe that they barely practice defending only because they have the ball all the time. They have such amazing players that maintain so position. Is defending exactly, and so with that style of play, you could understand that the defending is not that you know maybe not a huge focus. But Manchester United don't have that caliber of of of, of players to just maintain possession in that way, and they got to defend. They're going to be in in situations where they have to like defend the counter attack, and that was like the, I mean the the, the fifth goal. Uh, which is like, you know, everybody's kind of demoralized already. But that fifth goal, Jordan Henderson take, taking the ball away from Pogba. Outside of the boot, just pinpoint. I mean, one of the most beautiful passes uh, you'll you'll see in, in, in the game. Just perfectly right in front of Mohamed Salah. And, Masala, and Salah even takes a bad touch. If, if De Gea... And I think he scores with the outside of the boot. It was a double outside of the boot. <laughs> it was... Uh, incredible, but the, but even De Gea not rushing out to stop that ball, just you felt, you saw how demoralized they, they already were, but one of my favorite things is if you get a chance, go watch, go watch Adam McCullough's reaction to that goal. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's calling people like knobheads and stuff. <laughs> he's telling them all suck your mom. I mean, he goes <laughs> off, but he starts by, he starts yelling. Why did you turn around? Like he's he's yelling <laughs> at the defenders. 
as it's happening. Um, it's just beautiful. Akko Akko said, Ronaldo's best touch was on Curtis Jones's chest. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> he kicked the ball. That was it. Could have been a close one because if he missed the ball and kicked uh, and and kicked Jones. I mean, he was he would be out of this game, but it was for sure wildly unnecessary. I don't know what he was doing or thinking, but look, it was a yellow. Uh, yeah, it could, it could have been a lot worse. What do you think of Paul Pogba's red card? Is the definite I mean, I red? Don't think it's definitely it's definitely a red. I don't think he had negative intention, but I do low key think subconsciously it was his way of getting rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I actually do think he kind of. He he went in callously. He went over the ball, and he right. didn't touch him with the second foot. But both both feet were up, right? Yeah, both yeah. studs were up. It was definitely two footed. I think when you do stuff like that, I think you're you know it's like a kid who like talks in class after after he's been told not to talk in class. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to cause a scene. You're trying to What's you know you're subconsciously trying to sort of do something. And I but, and I at the end of the day, but this is this I can't is, really blame him. This is a look. I, I've I've felt this in games when I was playing where we were. Where not only I don't mind losing games. Uh, I I can deal with that. But I hate when like. I'll be playing Sunday league and there's no slide tackling in the league and then people slide tackle. And that's happened a couple of times where one of right. my where one of my teammates got hurt because someone slid and and in a league that you're not supposed we're we're all in our 30s. We ain't trying to get injured. We got to go to work tomorrow. Um and so but something happens where if you're losing that badly and you you realize the level of humiliation that you're suffering from subconsciously you're like I'm like you you're not thinking straight and that's what right. Pogba was doing and but I blame that's a that's uh, you know you you blame the player yes um but you have to blame the manager for not keeping your players focused what happened at halftime that that allowed uh uh you know Pogba to to you know, not be not be focused. Not and and this is not a, a thing specifically on Pogba because everybody I think was lacking focus. But it it's not coming from the top where you're getting that 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 leadership and inspiration from your manager to say like, all right, let me focus and try to do my best and not try to win the ball in such a ridiculous uh, uh, fashion or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that so it, it it's Robert from LA said, is Alexis talking about Pogba or himself? Maybe a little bit of both, you know. Because <laughs> I've I've been I've I've played sometimes and like in, in games where we were losing badly and I and I felt like the other team was like taking it too far. And not not like again, I could I can lose, but it's the like when they when they're too aggressive, like I hate when Let's get the anger out. Yeah, it's like when teams are are overly aggressive. And they're winning. I'm like, bro, you don't. You're already winning three by three goals. Why? Why are you pushing me? And it's like at that point, all right. Now I'm now I'm angry. Now I'm gonna actually, uh, you know, I know this is just we're just having a good time. No, but why? Why can't I body you off the ball with my shoulder? Wow, we're just having a good time. You know, that's right. how. And and I think that's the, that lack of focus uh, happened uh, in that game. So but it's also that little bit of aggression, that little bit of anger, that little bit of disinterest. You know, a right. little bit of disconnect. Um, Bay Area Guna said has only even tried the Pogba Van de Beek partnership, and he did in that cup match, if I'm not mistaken, and it looked better than uh, Fred and McTominay. <laughs> uh, was it perfect? No, because I don't think that that's actually Van de Beek's position. But also at this point, 
Donnie Vanderbeek will play whatever position you want. <laughs> He's like, let me in goal. I don't know. I just want to be out there. <laughs> um, uh, Cruz Pizza just said, and then Christian kicked somebody in the chest. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Jay Hicks said, uh, you should pull a, a, a longest yard and quote unquote accidentally shoot the ball straight at Ali. Uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> J- uh, Jamie Lawton, who by the way keeps bringing up DACA, who had a, uh, I believe he had a, uh, Either a hat trick or a brace. Absolutely incredible uh, uh, striker. I believe he came from uh, Red Bull uh, Salzburg. I think he played with uh, Brendan Aronson. But he said, I remember I used to use, I used to play 5v5 weekly football matches. Some guy went into my, uh, into my football with blades, which you're not supposed to. And he caught my whole foot bleeding and everything. So painful. Now I play league table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens when people take Yo, it too far. No, nah, no. Nah, you made my foot bleed. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to darts. Have you heard of it? Uh, you slide tackling darts. I guarantee you, you get you uh, get in trouble. Also, Pogba did the the slide tackle. Um, uh, obviously got the red card. Um, because he slid into uh, Nabi Keita. Nabi Keita has been getting a lot of publicity um, be, be for his uh, his shin pads, his shin guards. Have you have you all oh, the uh, AirPods? Yeah, have you seen them? Uh, because they're they're <laughs> barely uh, anything. I mean, look at look at these shin guards, bro. These are why don't people want to play with shin guards? You got it. Anybody in the chat, let me know. Do you prefer not playing with shin? Is it really, does it really like hamper your mobility? What is it with normal size shin guards? I play with normal size shin guards. I, I think that they, I've been kicked in the shin. And if I didn't have proper size shin guards, it would be, it would have been a nightmare. So yeah, I don't, I don't get this whole thing of players not wanting to play with them. Get the custom ones, you know, like the ones that are painted with like your family's face on it or whatever. <laughs> whatever you want. Okay. Play with shin pads, dude. <laughs> and look, under this tweet, we see Dominic Calvert-Lewins, who pretty much has the same one. So, uh, yeah, don't want to don't want that because, look, I- <laughs> Paolo Minnesota said. He's played with a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> Gaslight Gaming, say, uh, Gaming said, it's easier to play without them. Mine went from ankle to knee with ankle guards, but I love training without them. I get that. I refuse to believe that it's easier to play without them. I get that there may be a nuisance, but I refuse to believe it's easier to play without them. Also, can we feature Run Amok's comment? Uh, you just have to scroll up a little bit. Uh, because he answered the question that is the title of this thing. He said, who should manage United next? I have two words for you. Shah Mock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Run Mock, coming through. Uh, you know, I mean, just really the. I, I'm going to assume it's Shamak's agent because <laughs> I think this guy's actual name is Rana Shamak. You know what I mean? Because this guy, uh, I could see it. I would love to see it. it definitely, uh, you know, uh, make this, <laughs> this Twitch stream even more exciting than it already is. <laughs> this is what uh, he does. He goes in, he sees an Arsenal shirt. He's like, I think I could get Shamak into the conversation here. Um, uh, board Martin said, I don't play with them referring to shin guards. I, every time I use, I used to the ball with, would smack them and go wild. Yeah, I, could, I I wear those um like those shin socks or whatever, those shin sleeves uh, that I wear around my shin, and then put the shin guard in there so that it could stay in place. Uh, Nixon said, uh, "I still got my shin guards from 1999 because they're the only ones that are big enough to cover most of my shin." Okay. I what you got? You got one of them Bastion Schweinsteiger. <laughs> I got them. Uh, them tree tree trunks. 
Shin guards are for defenders. <laughs> Who are these people? You guys are the anti-vaxxers of, uh, of, the, of the soccer world. What is wrong with all of you? Yeah. I got kicked in the shin once. And let me tell you something. I'll never play the game without shin guards. Also, I'll never play the game. So, like, you know. I think I'm right. <laughs> right, right. Um, shin guards are for people who like having shins, says Akko Akko. <laughs> Thank you. Bro, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Boardmeyer's an anti shin guard crew. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> Outside of matches, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to allow my kids to wear a, a guard for their legs. Um, you know what? It's, it's all Satan control. <laughs> Jesus never covered up his shin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. I mean, look, a, a lot to, to break down from that game. We can go on, on and on. Look, but. Jamie Lawton said, I used to play Sunday League, then trained with Derby County at U19, then went back to my local team when I was younger. I always wear proper shin guards. Yeah. Yeah. You're out there, Derby County U19's getting kicked about you know, <laughs> every time you have the ball. See, Jamie Lawton, he, he has he had structure from his father and who uh-huh. who who has rewarded he 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 listened to instruction, he has kept his his legs intact <laughs> and and he has been rewarded with VIP experience the vip experience i left absolutely city. okay like, uh run amok says i wear two pair of shin guards just to be safe <laughs> <laughs> bruh yeah and by the way barry aguna says esr don't need him esr wears shin guards he just folded his side he just folds his socks back down over them can you pull up a photo sure. of esr's low socks put esr low socks you'll see him they're there man just say let's bing it that. let's bing it bing it you will see it the shin guards are there. He just folds the socks down. Let's see. So you don't see that. You can actually see the top of the shin guard poking up. Let's take a look. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I type uh, Emil Smith row low socks, and it's uh, uh, bringing up low-cut women's socks. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the, the no-shows, okay? <laughs> um, look at the second picture. I think it shows. No, go to the next one. I think yeah okay I mean, so it shows seeing, the two gentlemen we're seeing you Jack can still Grealish. see the shin guards yeah yeah they just pulled the they, they pulled the socks down uh, they just pulled the socks down but what side I'm not a fan of this style whatsoever what, the, 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 okay so these shin guards are at least a little bit larger than Nabi Keita's maybe just by like not by, not by much but but a little bit but even still look at look at the top of his leg look at the scars he's been kicked up there he needs shin guards up there protecting him a Bruh, little <laughs> he's looking a little choppy up there graphic graphic mess said who else is playing the uh, cooligans bing drinking game just me <laughs> cheers <laughs> um okay all right so look it's a, it, everybody has their own uh you know essentially the small the shin pad the bigger the gamble, you're taking a bigger risk. I don't see the point in it, but if it, if it, if you're playing better, if, if I, I, look, I'd argue that if if Emil Smith Rowe, Jack Grealish, Nabi Keita, if they get proper size shin guards, I don't think their stats are dropping anytime soon. I think they'll no. be, I think they'll be just fine. Port Martin said, when I played an 11-11 Sunday league, my shin guards would fly out of my socks every time I got fouled. How loose are your socks, my G? <laughs> I remember playing with these things wouldn't move. Um, Run Amuck said, tired, stuff in your bra. Wired, stuff in your socks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pelham, Minnesota said, shins, uh, 
Just, oh wait, no. Uh, St- uh, Stephen Jumbo just said shin guards are like helmets for your legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the marketing up to par now. Paolo Minnesota said shins just slow you down. Get rid of them too. <laughs> it's added weight that it's, we don't need. Right, we should just go from foot to knee. We don't need all this other stuff. <laughs> Bruh, Manchester Andrew just said United just signed Jesse Shingard. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well deserved, sir. <laughs> oh man. Um, guess I gave Funny you some, my, my shin guards used to have a huge huge straps that ran around the calf. How, how did they come off? Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't like those. I've tried those. Those are the kids' ones. Yeah, those those are a bit cumbersome, and just and they, they, the friction can get a little bit itchy. But regular, you know, where put the sleeve on, put the shin guard in there. You did you it. ever have the socks that came with the shin guards in them? No, I never did that. I had those for one. Uh, the, somebody donated them to the uh, team. The, those shits they were must horrific. stink, bro. <laughs> they were horrific, <laughs> and I don't think you know most shin guards have like the rubber backing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this had that. I think it was just in the fabric. Mm. So it would like rub against the the top of it would like rub against your skin. Yeah. It would like break your skin. And then of course all the dirty sweat and cow manure <laughs> from the from the pitches we were playing on would get in there. I love that we, I, I think this this could be its own like um documentary. They're like the story behind like shin guard stories. You know what I mean? Like no. <laughs> because everybody has them. We got a VIP update from uh, Jamie Lawton. Uh, he says, we always get a speech before the game in VIP, so probably have a few Arsenal fans. <laughs> well, they even the- get a speech in this joint. <laughs> what is this? Is, no what? is this a, a wedding dinner? What is going on? It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Bing, 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 bing. We're here. Bing, bing. <laughs> Just a nice rehearsal. Yeah, uh, should we guess? <laughs> uh, Jamie Lawton also said, ankle protection ones that I used to wear when I was younger. I was a striker and it was quite quick. People would call me Vardy. I always, I was very, everything is Leicester City. Uh, I was very, uh, I was very, put, put the ball, ball straight over the top. Oh, okay. So you were like, you'll chase it down. Jay. <laughs> Major Sanders said shin games. <laughs> Instead of quick games, quick games. I get it. I remember I forgot to bring mine to a tryout one time. Just stuffed my socks with a paper pamphlet that they gave us. Protected me the same. No, it did not. Jay Hicks. It did not. If you get kicked, a paper pamphlet is not okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, just put on. You need a Bible, is all you need. Uh, <laughs> um, graphic mess at AYSO lesson learned: Don't put Bengay on your leg, then put on shin guards. What? <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> uh, Dude, when, we, when we were young, we would take Bengay and we would smack people on the top of the and the back of the head with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there would be Bengay everywhere. <laughs> You ever put Bengay on your on your uh, on your scalp and then run? I, no, I haven't. That, it's that, not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Okay. Um, what else should we cover? Paper towels or shin guards was genius. These are not genius. <laughs> These are dumb. Uh, Just like Santi in Goal when he put uh, in the movie Goal when he put cardboard. These are dumb. Okay. The um, uh, let's uh, real quick. We'll go over some of the results. I, I do want to talk about uh, a classico uh, as well. Um, the results today, as as we are recording this, is Arsenal one. Arsenal one, feeling t- pretty good. Carabao Cup. Uh, Arsenal. Kolasinac started. I mean, we had a, a lot of a lot of players. I forgot or wish were no longer on the team. We're in there. <laughs> Chelsea, Cedric won. Suarez. Uh, uh, Chelsea won in penalties against Southampton and uh, QPR. Good for them after defeating Everton in penalties. Lost to Sunderland, uh, which is that that's a pretty big victory for Sunderland. 
Yeah, in, it's a big one. Uh, in the in the are they in the championship or are they in? No, they're in League One. Ooh, so even bigger probably. Um, the uh, Clásico. Um, I know Alexis, you say you did not watch. Uh, no, that but game. I do know that Real Madrid won. Two to one. Uh, I mean, I saw the first. I, th- I think I saw like the first like sixty minutes. Um, I, d- I didn't see. So the you goal. saw the David Alaba goal. Wow, a goal from David Alaba, bro. That dude is a center back. Ha- yeah, beast ha- up front and cracked one to the far post. Um, dude, I very obviously. Uh, so I mean, there was a lot to the game. I mean, come as Americans, obviously we're watching. You know, the first ever American uh, player for, the, for Barcelona in Sergio Des. Sergio Des is now in the first half. He played as the winger, and in the second half, he played as the as the right back. So this has been the move now. Uh, Ronald Koeman saw him uh, score. Uh, you know that. Thank you, Helena. Helena, twenty eleven. Thank you so much for the follow. Um, Saw the uh, the goal that he scored against Costa Rica, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the absolute banger. Um, mm-hmm. And Kuma was like, "All right, we need some goals up front. Maybe we're playing this uh, young man in the wrong position." And Dest, um, you know, he repays his manager by missing a sitter, bro. Oh, for real? I yeah, didn't see dude. This. It was <laughs> it was not. Great. I mean, he, he didn't play badly, but bro, I mean, he scores that goal. Wait, I, th- I think I did see this. He kind of like looked back at his teammates like, I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did see this. Wow. He, yeah. He had, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, an incredible chance. I mean, there's no uh, other way around. I mean, look, the keeper was there. Uh, uh, Courtois was there and probably had a chance to stop it, but he hits it over the bar, um, you know, like his, like his, uh, Former teammate Lionel Messi taking a penalty. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, Bayer Guna said, Kuman don't care no more. <laughs> so this, I is, mean, this, uh, this, he's basically been pretty open about, hey, if you give me shit players, you're going to get shit results, you know? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far with Barcelona to say that they're uh, shit players. I wouldn't either, but that seems to be his, uh, his, uh, you know, his demeanor. Well, so Bayer Guna said, Xavi needs a call ASAP. Dude, I've been saying Xavi's making outside play yeah. beautifully. Mm-hmm. They're in first place in the Qatari League. The clips I've seen, they're playing Tiki Taka like you know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, the um what what do you think as far as uh, the two managers, Ronald Kuman and Carlo Ancelotti? Uh who was this um Carlo Ancelotti's one point out the top of the league. I think you're gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Well, is it um like where where are we as far as the 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 Barcelona panic meter? Are we you know? It should be it's pinned a, to the highest color. It's a new man. Know? Is a new manager really going to solve their problems short term? No, and I think that's why Ronald Koeman hasn't left. I mean, I don't think he's having a good run. I don't think he's having a good time either. But I think that's why he hasn't been sacked, or there hasn't been rumors of him being sacked. Because who else are they going to get? You know, I mean, Xavi could come in. Could Xavi make them play better? Probably. But he's also probably going to want different players at the same time. I mean, it, look, they're only six points from first, but it's weird to see Barcelona in ninth right now. Dude, uh, Espanol might be might be uh, uh, above them. 
After the next, uh, after well, no, they got two games on. Imagine Barcelona gets relegated and then has to be playing matches against Barcelona B. You know what I mean? Like hilarious, <laughs> so fun. hilarious. <laughs> Is that allowed? That'd be so funny if it was. Um, Jay Hicks six said Barcelona can't afford anyone else. Yo, we've been told that, but they just announced a one point five billion dollar update to their stadium. Oh, some crazy like that. Finding the money somewhere. Uh, like, what are we talking about? Where's all this? Where's the debt you were in? <laughs> um, and also, they, 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 but they, they, they announced Ansu Fati that they like they gave him a new contract till like, I think twenty twenty six or something like that. With a billy, they put a billion they, dollar uh, release clause on. But it. this is this is how you do it, right? Because uh, they they have so much debt that they're like, look, we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to give you a, a one trillion dollar uh, release clause just in case somebody really wants to help us out. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, we're gonna get rid of you and sort out all the club's uh, financial issues. Um, it's wild. The uh, Brandon Muck said, going to throw Walcott in here for that job. Shamak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I can announce that no conversations have been had. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I don't have to review. I don't need to go over with my sources. I can just tell you, I can guarantee you. Yeah. No I, conversations have been I, had with Shamak's people. I don't think, uh, you know, um, Barcelona just got completely uh, outclassed in, in this Clásico. They, they, but there there is... That like you know, as far as what team is sharper, Real Madrid is is much sharper. Uh, you you see the 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 growth uh, and comfort, especially of players like uh, Rodrigo and, and Vinicius Junior. Um, and you know, because last year, remember the the Benzema saying, "Don't pass to him." You remember? That? Yeah, <laughs> to Vinicius. And now uh, he said, "What do you say?" Like I'm on on my father. I think he's yeah. He's, he's like trying to us. he's like trying to sabotage us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and. Uh, maybe that lit a fire under him, but bro, Vinicius is like really showing a lot of like leadership and and really wanting the ball and really wanting to go one v one against uh, uh, against defenders. So, do you know how old Benzema is? I don't know. He has to be early thirties. Take a guess. Thirty two. He's turning thirty four. Oh, all right. Doesn't that seem so much like he seems so much younger for some reason? No, I I almost thought he was older only because of um there was like that we just haven't seen him with France for like four years. So the, it's like we just don't yeah, you know that's because of the uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the scam lama ding dong. What what what's this, the status of that case? I think it's um I think he, it's dropped. He, didn't he just have a um a court date? Uh, is there, if anybody in the chat, let us know. Because uh, I know, uh, yeah, let me see. Let's bing it. Here we go. Bing, folks. If you're playing the, your bing, <laughs> the bing game. Um, Another way, remember when you said before they couldn't hear because the external hard drive had to get going or whatever? Uh-huh. Someone's like, what is that? Is his, uh, is his, uh, is his external hard drive pushed by mule or something like that? Someone put in the chat. I forgot who said that, but it was I, great. I have a, um, what is it called? My brother had gotten it for me. Uh, it is called. Uh, damn, we don't need that. We don't need the information. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it, look at all the tags on a shirt. It, it's I like mean, a, it's, <laughs> it's like a four. It, 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 it's, it's a, it has four hard drives in it. And, uh, you know, that's why I keep everything. Okay. Um, uh, so the, I was looking up the article. It says Benzema faces jail, found guilty. This is from the twenty. This is from today, um, but I don't think there's any update. 
His lawyers are demanding the case be thrown out, but a potential prison sentence looming if he is found guilty. They're not gonna. They, they saw. They saw how he played in uh, the Nations League final. They're like, nah, nah we're not. Now nah, we good. <laughs> we're not doing all that. <laughs> yeah. Benzema, you, if you guilty of anything, it's bringing the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Benzema could reportedly face up to ten months in, in jail prison, which is a love it. Uh, <laughs> damn, double, double. <laughs> damn, I don't even know they made those, dude. <laughs> uh, and or a seventy-five thousand uh, euro fine, which is probably going to be the fine. Should the prosecution be successful uh, in their case over the so-called sex tape trial? Uh, all right. I don't know. We're still we'll waiting. Right. We're staying. Uh, yeah. Wait, uh, I mean, Valbrena, they're like, who? Who's that? Is he playing? <laughs> Is he playing? <laughs> they'll, they'll let it go. Um, okay. Uh, anything else before uh, we wrap up? We've been going on for uh, about an hour. Uh, Who wants a Valbuena sex tape? Apparently nobody. <laughs> um, I just heard today that Barcelona and Boca Juniors are playing a friendly in the Middle East for a cash grab. Let's go. Hey, that's, uh, that's the Come business. Come on. Did you see... Because um, <laughs> we, we spoke about this two weeks ago. Um, uh, Robbie Keane answering uh, a question about... Um, let me see if I can find. It. Basically, he he did a uh, a talk show in the UK, and instead of simply talking to him about it, was, he did Good Morning Britain. I mean, I I want to I want to play this whole thing because, or at least I mean, it's it's like I mean, as far as cringeworthy stuff, it's just pretty rough. So that basically, they're asking uh, Robbie Keane about politics in football and like the morality of the game and like Newcastle and their owners and their shady bat, uh, their shady past. And do, does, this is the guy you asked. <laughs> 100%. And, and we just, I want to watch it just so we can react to it, but this is in Incredible. Uh, so here goes uh, Robbie Keane on Good Morning Britain. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? And it comes up periodically about politics in a world business like football. And it is becoming increasingly yeah. harder in a world where everybody's aware of human rights and LGBTQ rights and all of that. Yeah. As to how, will there come a tipping point when football can't turn a blind eye to human rights around the world? And of course, that issue has come again with, with David Beckham taking on the ambassador's role. Papers are saying it's £150 million to you know, for the for the Qatar World Cup next year, is there a role for politics and a po- political grandstanding? We talk about that in terms of taking the knee, even don't we? In football, yep. that some people see as politics. Mm-hmm. What's your view on that in terms of the global <laughs> money structure around football versus the political and moral compass that, as a world and as, as a society, we perhaps ought to have? Okay, so before he, we, I play the answer. By the way, the co-host <laughs> is staring at him like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> the this other is, answer is like, what? For, first of all, this is a huge question. This is like, it's not simply, like, I, for, it's not even about, I mean, Robbie Keane, uh, Irish legend, LA Galaxy right. legend. I mean, the dude. Just in case anyone's confused, we're not talking about Roy Keane. <laughs> I would love for that to be the follow-up. We're talking about Robbie Keane like, World-renowned nice guy. <laughs> Robbie <laughs> yeah. is a total sweetheart. 
This also, is also David Beckham teammate at Galaxy. <laughs> hey, real quick, your buddy signed on with this club, with this this state. So, I mean, this is such a. I mean, look, and even if even if she just asked the morality part, like just even a, that is, is even such a loaded and very big question. But this is so much. Stephen Jumbo's jet said she basically asked him to fix the Middle East <laughs> and climate change. This is such a heavy question. And she even threw in the kneeling just at a little salt bay onto this already wildly heavy question. Okay. And what did you think about the Dave Chappelle special? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Uh, man, just Andy just said Robbie Thunberg. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what do you think of this? And by the way, the trans community is in our audience. Go ahead, Robbie King. Okay, so let's uh, look. I mean, the answer is is whatever, but it, it it's rough. It's a rough go for Robbie. I feel he's bad still, for him. By the way, he's scratching his arm. <laughs> Internationally renowned well, body language, lady. I've seen first forty eight. <laughs> I did it. You feel me? The international symbol for a lady. What are you doing to me? We're alive. <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the eyes of your co-host. Should have done this to me. Uh, Robert from said, "I love how she asked the world's longest question and then stopped herself to add more topics." <laughs> she added weight to this already heavy question. Play this. I want to hear. What all you right, all right. Robbie. This is Robbie said. Uh, listen, yeah, uh, uh, of course, the political side of things in, in, in football, it's, it's, it's always been there and it, 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 always, it always will be there, uh, you know, unfortunately. But, you know, when, when it comes to a, 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 a big industry like uh, in the Premier League, like football, uh, like a big club like Newcastle, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's all about money, isn't it? And, uh, you know, when you've got these guys who've got, you know, got so much money, uh, they can kind of dictate what, what, what they can do. You know, just as a, you know, put politics aside, which is, is certainly not my game, and there's a lot of, lot of cl- more clever people out there than, uh, than certainly me. But just as a, a, as a football, as an ex-footballer and, and someone who you know loves loves the game, it's uh, you know you want you want to see the Premier League is the best league in the world, and you want to see teams uh, you know competing, and you don't want the same teams all the time. You know, like the, the Liverpool's and the Man United's and the Chelsea and Man City's who've, who've got a lot of money competing at the highest level all the time. So, you know, you want to see teams that who hadn't had success also that you want to see them come up and, 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 and try and be a success for, for the fans as I said because yeah. they suffered for so long certainly certainly Newcastle fans well, you speak okay, for Robbie. lots of fans uh, Robbie it's absolutely <laughs> he tried <laughs> he tried <laughs> thank you Robbie <laughs> Manchester Sanders said he found relegation easier than this question <laughs> Stephen Jumbo just but sunny isn't it <laughs> also I'm realizing now I didn't I didn't see the the, the location marker that's in Dubai but yeah. so it's just you ain't gonna be on that plane. <laughs> you better answer this correctly, <laughs> Robbie Keane. JX6 said, "Good answer, Robbie." Now, how do we build a utopian society? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ridiculous. I mean, uh, the, the, uh, it, it's such. I a... don't think he has a stutter. I think that was just the bad answer. <laughs> you saw him. Obviously, you gotta have to fumble through it because you're like in your head. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, not sound crazy. Also, trying to protect the bag a little bit. I'm in Dubai. You're the- Let me tell you something. He's not in Dubai and doing a hit for Good Morning Britain if he's not there <laughs> for the bag. He's not on vacation and said, yeah, I'll do your stupid voice. No, no, no. That's part of his agreement. That's his responsibility. Right. So- he's there for money. 
in Dubai. Yes, you yes. That? <laughs> it, it literally made a money and sadness, that place. Uh, look. Uh, Major Sanders said it's like asking Alexis what he likes about Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Except I won't stutter there. I'd be like, nothing. The uh, actually, so, so speaking of Spurs, the, the, the I think the the thing we need to end on is um, oh the, man, did you see the um, the video uh, from Adele? You know, Adele is a a, a Spurs fan, right? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, and she did. She recently did a a uh, article or something for is it Vanity Fair? She did something recently, uh, but this was pretty cool uh, from from Adele. I thought this was this was pretty uh, pretty awesome. Look at this. Um, let's get Alexis's reaction. Hot Spurs chant. Oh yes, glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur, glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur, glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur, and the Spurs go marching on. The crowd goes wild. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Finally, we've seen that Adele can sing a bad song. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, fun. I, I, I'm a fan of Adele. Makes great music. She has, uh, yeah, that album, what, 21 or whatever. All fire, bro. No, would you? Not a fan. <laughs> Even less now. <laughs> um, the Robert from LA said, Hey, Christian, did you see Alexis's IG stories pointing the fans at the LA Fan Fest and didn't notice he was smiling as he pointed to a Spurs logo? I did not see that. Yeah, but I was talking about. Wasn't I talking about failing when that when the Spurs logo popped up? Oh, I didn't. I don't think I saw the this. board. The board had like the uh, beginning of the Premier League kind of thing, where it's like all the different teams and like a little bit of action. And it's like, look, look how great this is. And I point at it. And it's the Spurs logo. At that moment. <laughs> but I think uh, I was talking about something about failing or whatever. Okay. All right. Well, yes. Uh, you're from. You're familiar with it. Uh, I've heard of it. They're going to release an album called Sixty One. Never again. Uh, I don't, what's that referring to? How many years it's been since they won? Got it, got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jay Hicks said... Oh, no, that was the year they won, right? Uh, Wasn't that... That was the year they won because they won before uh, before England won the World Cup. That's the last time ooh. Spurs won the league. Jay Hicks said the only uh, trophy Spurs might win, a Grammy from Adele. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Fun, uh, another fun uh, Prem show. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Um, the uh, so a couple things uh, that we got coming up. Um, stick with us because we have a, a, honestly a lot of, you know, I, I know everyone was uh, excited uh, about you know our trip to to Paris and London and all this other stuff. We got a lot of really really fun things coming down the pipeline. Uh, so please please. Uh, Follow us, share our stuff, retweet. I'm telling you, we need word of mouth is how we more people hear about uh, it's the only way we show. can grow. So please, please tell tell a friend, retweet. It really, really does uh, help us out, and it means the world. And we, yeah, we got a lot of really fun things coming up. So um, a reminder: Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Fubo Sports Network. Miguel Berry of the Columbus Crew, uh, the forward for the Columbus Crew, just scored the other day uh, uh, against Red Bull. He has a there's a he's playing in a game 
uh, tomorrow or tonight if you're listening to this podcast. And um, so, yeah, a lot. We have a really, really fun conversation with him. He's super, super funny. Uh, and it's always nice when we have players on the show who have seen our show before. Uh, that, yeah, it's wild. That isn't always the case. So we kind of have to like explain who we are and what we do. And then it takes like four or five minutes before they're like comfortable enough uh, to like to loosen up. But Gail Barry was like, yo, love your show. This is great. I'm so happy to be here. And he was just like already on board. And that was really, really cool. So, so dope. Um, the, um, so yeah, tune into that Thursday, 7 p.m. Uh, and then Friday for the podcast. And um, oh, and, and obviously, you know, uh, we, we didn't mention it uh, last week, but uh, we have posted about it. But um, it, it, it has been the, the year anniversary since the passing of our friend Daryl Grove of Total Soccer Show. Uh, last Friday was the, the one year and uh, it was, you know, we spoke to uh, uh, friends and it was nice to like talk to people and uh, uh, just kind of just remember uh, Daryl. Uh, we're, we're planning on doing something a little bit more formal for his birthday, which is um, next month, uh, I believe November 29th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so look out for that because um, uh, we'll do we'll prepare some stuff and maybe do something um, uh, just to remember uh, Daryl. So uh, yeah, so uh, you know, make sure you follow Thank along. Thank you, man. Just Thank you. So um, yeah, he was uh, he was loved and he still is. Uh, and you know, his uh, memory lives on. And you know, I know a lot of you aren't in the states. Uh, we there would be no the. The, the American soccer slash football industry here wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for Daryl and his hard work. So right. shouts uh, to him. Great example. Um, so that's, uh, I believe that is it. Is there anything I'm missing, Alexis? Uh, follow us no. uh, on all the socials. Oh, we, we hit 25,000 uh, followers on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, for uh, uh, helping us get there. <laughs> Boom! Uh, you love to you love to hear it, uh, DJ Bulong. <laughs> thank you so much for helping us get there. Seriously appreciate it. If you haven't hit the follow button on Instagram, do that uh, and do it on TikTok as well. We've been uh, uploading some stuff uh, there too. So thank you. Uh, it's uh, yeah, we're and we're almost uh, we're like 900, 800 away from twenty k on Twitter. So we're close. Bro. We're close. It is an absolute grind, uh, but but thank you for uh, helping us uh, reach some of our proudest goals and achievements. Okay, uh, thank you. All right, everybody, thank you. Any you have any parting words, Alexis? Anything else to say? Uh, no, just uh, you know, en- enjoy your week, and uh, again, hit follow on every opportunity you can that involves either one of our faces. Mm-hmm. Please, if, absolutely if you, helps. If you see our faces, follow it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> All right, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans! Cool